Hey everyone, so today I'm back with my good friend Lockie Ville. The topics we're going to be discussing are relationships, the lessons we've learned from past relationships, and how we're going to use those lessons in future relationships. We're also going to be discussing being stuck. So if you're stuck in a job you don't like, a relationship or a friends group that you'd like to get out of, how to move out of those places and into new, more fulfilling places. We're also going to be discussing how easy it is to be healthy and why it's so overcomplicated in today's times. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and we'd love to hear your feedback. All right, bro. We're We're live. We are live. Ready? Live in the shack. That's it. In the in the bachelor pad. In downstairs. the bachelor pad. Awesome. Right. Thanks for coming on again, man. So for everybody, this is our Lockie. Lockie's back. He's from our episode three. Uh, so we're going to run through another episode today. So today we're going to run through a little bit more with like relationships and getting stuck in places that you don't want to be in and how to make change from there. Mm, great topics. Great topics that we could probably spend a lot of time talking about. Um, thanks for having me back on the pod, bro. It's always a utmost pleasure. It's always a, a good time. It's easier now that we're living with each other. Yeah, well, it's a lot easier now that we live with each other. So look out for more content coming in the future. Um, but yeah, as you said, Mason, the uh, first, I guess, point we want to start talking about is relationships. Um, particularly let's start with the first point is, uh, what's your experience in relationships with, um, ego? Cause that's a massive thing with, I think every relationship. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah, for me, yeah. Ego has definitely come into it a lot from, yeah. uh, both, both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's not wanting to admit you're wrong because mm. you don't want to lose that sense of self, I guess, mm. that sense of entitlement or rightness. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just uh, probably insecurities, man. Add to the ego. Mm. I, f- I completely agree, especially over the last couple of years. Um, my my big issue in the past was seeing that I'm more superior than them. <laughs> that was that, but that was this, again that was that ego. You know what I mean? Like I'm better than you, kind of thing. That's that's again that was that ego issue, and uh, you quite quickly realize that is not a sustainable way to maintain a long-term relationship even friendships even friends yeah, yeah even yeah absolutely in anything really any relationship i think um yeah massive thing what do you th- i think for me being um what helps me was uh, being more empathetic and asking better questions and uh Particularly, uh, something that I've really tried to work on is understanding why they behave a certain way. I think everyone has a certain childhood or past experience, especially as you get older. More As you get older, more people have more baggage. So I think if you can bring those conversations up as early as you can in a relationship, it doesn't... Um, you can see red lights straight away. If I agree, had, yeah, you, you can quickly see it, um, but it also doesn't let something that it's, it's going to be built up, you know, those fights you have with your ex partners or something like that probably should have been discussed two months ago, but it just kept building up, building yeah. up, put it to the side. And I think the a lot of the fights that you'd have aren't because of the topic you're fighting about, correct? It's from past experience, mm. like you get annoyed that they do something, but it's probably not that, so it's triggering something in you from. 
past relationship or childhood or something like that. So mm. just again, like if you have those conversations, even if you don't agree with their their outburst or whatever it is, at least you can understand why and then maybe talk to them in a different way instead of just yelling back. Yes. Would you say communication? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Something that I've failed with. Um, yeah. I've it was more just like it's easier just to, no, nope, I'm not doing this today. Yeah. yeah <laughs> let yeah. it let it calm down and yeah, then go back and pretend everything's all right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Wait yeah, for yeah. the next outburst. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, any successful relationship comes down to effective communication, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, I well you think yeah, if you, I always ask this question to like couples that have been together for a long time. It's like, what's the one main thing that keeps you together? And I always get two answers from this: one, they were best friends, or two, they always communicate very effectively. I think both having that uh, chemistry and then that high level communication, well, that fixes a lot of problems in relationships. I wonder, I always ask the question, why is there so many divorces? And you know, why does there so many relationship breakups? Why is there so many relationship breaks up now? So, yeah. A lot of people are looking for the next best thing. Mm. I think that's also a thing as well, like the fear of missing out. Yeah, I think that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? Because um, you only have a finite time available, right? So it's one of those things. Yeah. Interesting. It is very interesting. It is, man. Um, there is a lot of divorces. It's crazy. Mm. It's crazy the amount of the divorces you see or breakups and mm. So it's funny like you can um you can ask some people like, Oh, like what was a divorce over? Sometimes they wouldn't even be able to tell you. Yeah. It'd be the most dumbest it'd be the most dumbest things. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure a lot of them are legitimate, but Well, I guess um well, here's a, I guess we're going to sort of bring up in this conversation about relationship was, and probably the one of the main reasons why divorces and relationships break up is people rely on the other partner. Mm. Yeah, what, they don't have their own life. And yeah, their what's own, your uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely, man. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, uh, like we've spoken about this before, I like to be yeah. alone a lot. Yeah, that's um, great time. Yeah, and like travelled alone, shit yeah. like that. And yeah. I'm with you. Like I've tried to communicate it to ex-partners before where it's like, if I just need a day, like, it's nothing to do with you. What do you think is that? What do you think? Because I, some, I sometimes struggle to communicate this, and I'm, I'm sure maybe you do. Yeah, well, this is why we ended up in arguments, because I obviously didn't communicate it effectively. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to communicate it. <laughs> you tried. Yeah, because it's funny, because now, I don't know whether it's a personality thing. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I need to be, for me personally, I need to be by myself so I can actually think. Yeah, and I also need to be by myself just to recharge. Like, if I go to, like, a family barbecue or some shit, man, I get, like, three hours in, I just want to go to sleep. And then I go home, and I'm just like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah, and the motivation, everything, it just sucks the life out of you. Yeah, it does, especially when you're having bullshit conversations. Mm. Unmeaningful conversations that aren't really, like, um, sometimes people will tell me, like, why does it always have to be an intelligent conversation? And I'm like, well... I don't know how to not have intelligent mm. conversations. I actually had, uh, I get it said to me a lot where people are like, oh, you don't really say much. Mm. I was like, well, if I don't have anything to input, I'm not just going to talk yeah. for the sake of talking. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I'm not, if I don't have anything smart to say, I'm not mm. going to add to it. You know? yeah. I'm very selective with the words that I use. 
But um, mm. yeah. So what do you think you struggle with with communicating the being alone, or your needs time? Um. Well, yeah. Again, one is why do I need that? I think that's purely just my own personal beliefs. Maybe I think it is, but it's very hard to diff- uh, communicate that. I feel with females because they are very sociable. They like to be around people, like to talk a lot. They like to do things together a lot. And I think that's partly their psyche, I think. So when your girl's psyche want to do this and you're like, no, I don't want to actually do any of that. I actually want to have a day to myself. It comes in a way where they don't understand that. Yeah, 100%. Now, not all guys are like that. Like, not all guys are like that. I think there's very few people that do like to spend a lot of time by themselves but yeah i think but like with today and like today's day and age i think a lot of it is incorrect me if you think differently but if you probably notice the guys that really need to be social all the time very insecure yeah yeah actually i don't think of that yeah they need that uh that like you know that hit yeah that hit yeah. validation whereas for me it's like i like i don't need anyone to make me feel good i can do that myself it's like to chill at home. Yeah. yeah. Study, read, do a course, yeah. go for a hike. Like, I can do all that. Yeah, it's very, actually, now you said that, it's very rare these day and age to uh, have people to have time by themselves. A lot of people don't feel comfortable even being by themselves. Yeah, they go. Like, I had a client, man, I told her to do, like, she's always doing stuff, like, you know, um, being busy all the time. Busy studying this, always out with friends socializing. And I said to her, Have you ever tried to meditate? And she goes, yeah, I've tried. And I go, let me guess. I said, you do it for about 10 seconds and you get fidgety as fuck. Mm. And she goes, yeah, I just get real angry. Mm. And I'm like, you need to meditate. You need to sit yeah. in it. And now she's doing the Wim Hof breathing and she's yes. like, oh, yeah, that's better because somebody's talking. It's like a good like, work in. Like okay, I said, it's going straight into like a silent meditation. Yeah, um, I don't think that's something I've made a mistake is getting clients to meditate when they haven't had much experience. Yeah, so I think the Wim Hof app works real well. I think it's good, yeah, because you're in and out a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a, a half meditating, but yeah. a half not. Mm. And he's talking. He's talking, yeah. You can put his voice in if you want, and he kind of walks you through it. Mm. It's not just like you're in your, just your own head. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting. And I think um, with the, all that is, um, I think with relationships, they need to have a certain period of time throughout the week where they're both by themselves. Yeah. And I think it's healthy being together all the time. I agree. And... um yeah, I think that's one of the things that I struggle with. It's like I need a lot of time by myself. Yeah, and especially when I was like a personal trainer and it's like oh, I would yeah. have 40 conversations with 40 different clients. And then plus all the members in the gym. So there's probably about 150 conversations you just had. Yep. And then, you know, then you want to go to see a partner, you got to see family, you got to do this, you got to do that. And then you got weekends and then it's like, all right. Like now it's online. It's a little bit easier. It's not like, you know, an hour yeah. with one client. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's just like, and then you get home and, you oh, let's go out for dinner. And it's like, Man. I don't not want to talk to anybody right now. <laughs> I like, don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. And I guess it does come, it can come across as rude if you don't communicate it effectively. Mm. Um, mm. Which yeah. I probably, I've definitely struggled with before. I still struggle with that. Yeah. But um, I think now it's, it's like, man, like I just tell my friends now, I used to make up shit. It'd yeah. be like, oh, I've got this on. Yeah. Just like, but now it's just like, man, I just need a day. Yeah. If you, if, you're, if you get annoyed at that, bad luck. Mm. It's mm. fine. Like you mm. can get annoyed. That's, that's your prerogative, but... Mm. And, it, and it comes down to that aspect of being reliant on the other partner. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just rely on hanging out with your other partner for all 
every day. Yeah. I mean, you can't even be okay just being by yourself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and even um, like similar things with like, I've had the conversation with ex-girlfriends before where it's like, you know, let's go and do this. And it's like, I just don't want to. Yeah. Like, I just need a day. Like, you know, I've had a massive week at work. Yeah. I just want to chill. Yeah. And then it's like, why don't you go see your friends? Oh, go do the same thing with your friends, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. just let me chill. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, I guess it can come across as rude, but... Mm. I don't know what personality that is, like, with that personality where... Now, maybe maybe it's just us, maybe it's everyone, I'm not too sure, but just having adequate time for yourself. Now, I don't... Yeah, again, I don't know what that is, but... Uh, but I think if you've got, like, a lot of past traumas, if you're spending time by yourself and you haven't worked on those traumas... Yeah. The mind starts to play, it so does. you don't want to be by yourself. Yeah, you want to just be around people or, to distract uh, just, you, or distract yourself with your phone. Yeah, that's another point. Which that's why I think meditation is so powerful. Because the first time I did it, man, man, I was sitting there and I was like, "Fuck!" I was how angry long ago, as fuck. How long ago did you start meditating? Fuck, only about probably maybe about two or three months before I went to Europe last year. So okay. maybe about eighteen months. Eighteen months, about a year and a half. Yeah, maybe yeah. just under a year and a half. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but the first time, man, I was like, did like oh. 30 seconds and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I hate sitting still. Yeah. Why am I shaking? Why yeah. am I getting frustrated? Like, I'm just sitting here. Um, but then obviously, even now, some days, like, still get a bit frustrated. But yeah. most, most days, probably 90% of the days, I'm like, oh, might take me, you know, 30 seconds to get into that peaceful me, state. I reckon it takes me 10 minutes. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I can get in pretty quick now. Yeah. I Usually, it's about eight minutes of thinking about girls. And then, then it sort of starts to switch off. <laughs> That's it. Like, just mind, just blah, 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 yeah. blah. Always going, always going. Like, holy fuck, man, I must be thinking like that all the time. Mm. Mm. Well, mine's, mine's weird, bro. So I used to hear like, you know when you have uh, mushrooms or LSD and you hear that like vibration? Mm. Mm. So... It's that being present, you're able to observe. So I can hear that all the time now. Mm. I always used to think, I could always hear it. I always used to think it was a ringing in my ear mm. from going to music festivals yeah. and stuff. Well, maybe yeah. it is. Maybe that's maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's. I'm just part. using it for a different yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but now, man, as soon as I hear that, it's like, ooh, gone. <sighs> yeah, you, it's funny. It's uh, when you sit through there, it you have this whoosh of quietness. Yeah. You know, just, just even if it's windy clicking. and there's birds, man, everything yeah. disappears. Yeah, everything just goes quiet. Super. It's quite um, overwhelming sometimes. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. What? Did, it just got suddenly really quiet. Now, is that because the outdoor environment was actually in my head? So, keep it on tight, topic, but I think that's important for relationships. Both both individuals should be meditating. Yeah. Because if you're angry at the other partner, before you react, you probably need to sit and, and understand why are you frustrated um, before you react instead of being more proactive. I so, think that's what meditation helps for sure. I've been doing that a lot, man, with um, even just random things. Like, for example... Um, like I was talking to a client the other day and she was just rambling. Mm. I was like, oh, fuck, I hate when people ramble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even while I thought that, I was like, why do I, why am I, why is it frustrating me? Like, ask the question. Mm. And I'm like, because I fucking ramble all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. if you if you do it, it's yeah. going to frustrate you. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, fuck, all right. So now I'm like, all right, don't ramble as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think that man just meditating and looking, why am I angry? Why am I reacting this way? Mm. Yeah, you start asking why a lot more. And I think if you can start asking why a lot more in the relationship side of things, I think that that's a, 
a huge benefit to any relationship. Yeah, and I think not just letting things get pushed under the rug. Yeah, deal with them. Yeah, because if you have like if you know you yell at your missus or she yells at you, mm. and then you just forget about it, you don't discuss it. It's like, mm. well, it's gonna happen. It's bound to happen again. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, super interesting conversation, bro. Because it's uh, uh, I still think it's just coming down to having real conversations at the start of the relationship too. Which me and you have spoke about. Yeah. Like straight away, it's like, I just yeah. ask like random questions, man, yeah. that not many people would ask. Yeah. See how they react and see what answers they give. Because mm, the big, see, the big problem with that is a lot of people don't talk about their values in relationships and I don't really talk about it until they've after been married mm. or they've been together for a couple of years and realized, for example, like maybe the value of... I value being by myself a lot. So having that conversation at the start. But you imagine not bring, ever talking about that and you have six months down the track and you're always fucking fighting. You wonder why you're fighting because you yeah. haven't really, none of you guys have talked about the values. Yeah, and I think also with that, it can work really well. Like, for example, if you don't have that conversation, you're going to feel like you always need to be there for them because mm. you think that they need you there. Mm. But if you have the conversation, they might be like, oh, that's awesome. I like time by myself too. Mm. And then it's so much easier to have those conversations later on. Mm. And it's a way to build great rapport too. Like, well, build, not great rapport, but build a relationship up. It's getting to know the individual. That was something I liked in my past relationships. My fun out of it was getting to know them and what makes them tick. So I can be a better uh, partner, I guess, for them. Um, and understanding their love languages too. I think, I don't I don't like using love languages. I think there's a better word for it because it sounds pretty cliche. Mm. But, you know, some... some uh, Just help people feel love. Yeah. Everyone's like, going to feel it Yeah, exactly. Some, some are more physical touch. Like they like to be touched a lot. Some are more gift giving. Some are more like active services. Some are more like talking. Uh, yeah, some are more like... Time. Yeah, time personal time like time together and some more like i think it was uh affirmations like yeah you're doing a really good job yeah. you know i'm all that you told me i'm doing a good job and i'll fucking kill it <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean i'm very simple yeah um and acts of service so those are the two things and i bought i remember when i started dating mish i, I bought that up straight away i said what's your love language like, what the fuck what is that they said i gave the five examples what would you prefer or what and then a lot of people don't know they're like, oh, so what's the thing that you most complain about in your past relationships? And then you sit back and go, okay, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, take notes. Take notes, yep, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I was, mm. um, I've been similar, man. So mine is, uh, so I don't know why, but... Um, I, don't think it's so, I don't think it's physical touch. Nah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not physical touch. But yeah. um, like whenever I have a... Man, I fucking buy them everything. Yeah. Like if they go to get a massage, I'll ring the massage drone beforehand and pay for it. Mm. Like just if they take their car for a service, I'll ring it, pay for it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I just do shit like that. But most of my like most of my ex girlfriends don't give a fuck about yeah. that shit. They yeah. just want time. Yeah, and that's it. And, that, so and that, that's, that's um, that loop you can fall into. So that's something I had to really learn quick. It's like, all right, well, they don't care about being paying for shit. You can get stabbed in the back pretty fast like that. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm, I'm giving you everything that they want and you're still not happy. In, real, in reality, she's actually... You're giving them nothing that they want. Yeah, she, she just wants either, yeah, like... A fucking hug and some time. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Like, how simple is that? And like, when you understand that, it just changes the whole dynamic of how you... Uh, your behavior around them. 
Um, yeah, and again, this topic is only really brought up in marriages. Like, it's too late sometimes. It's, it's fucking too late. Like and that's why there's so much divorce. Yeah. Well, this never gets brought up, and then they just fight all the time yeah. and then get a divorce because they're like, "This just isn't working. Yeah. Why isn't it working?" Yeah. Knowing when to pull, pull the pin too. A lot of people are like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Why are you scared?" Why? Because you can't be, you're too reliant on the other person? Well, yeah, exactly. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. I do love talking about this stuff, though. Yeah, we talk about it a fair bit. Yeah, we do. Yes. Yeah, probably, probably one of the main things we talk about, um, for I sure. I think it's good, man, like to learn it, because I know for me, when I get into the next relationship, I want it to be a lot better than the last ones. Yeah. And obviously, I don't want to waste time. I don't want to get in a relationship that lasts six months. Mm. Like, I'd rather ask these questions quickly yeah find out their views on things because at the end and it's not being Effective like communication it's not me being like i'm better than you for this it's just like i don't agree with that but i respect I it i respect it but i don't think i can make that work in a relationship and walk away or yeah i can make it work let's do it mm. it's like but make the decision early don't waste fucking five years buy a house have a kid and then go yeah because now you look at all these kids man with uh you know, divorced parents, uh, and I don't know the stats, but I remember seeing the stats uh, of the um, uh, if you have like a single parent over um, a couple, like the risk of going to jail and having oh, like drug huge. addiction and depression, and she's just way different, which is insane. Yeah. Um, see, my issue in the past, probably uh, maybe two years ago, was not communicating where we're at on the relationship. So if I feel that. Um, biggest mistake I always used to do I wouldn't communicate effectively going hey I'm not interested in something uh, long term because of X, Y and Z and for some reason I keep forgetting to bring that conversation up I remembered to bring it up I just never would <laughs> oh, okay see yeah, so I was like I was like and then it would just be too late yeah and then I'd have that conversation yeah, with me. I'd that'd be that like conversation when they could have had that conversation realistically three months ago yeah. but you and know I knew what? the conversation was coming oh yeah yeah, you knew it. You knew it yeah. in your gut. Why do you think you couldn't communicate it or did you f- so-called forgot? Uh, dumbest it sounds, probably the sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drags you in, doesn't it? Drags you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's pretty good. Yeah, because you got someone and the validation. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Uh, ego. Ego, yeah. So, yeah, look, it all comes down to everything that we're talking about. Like, it really, it does come down to communication and um, and having real talk. I'm, um, I'm, I agree. I'm terrible. I'll... Now I'm good, but man, I used to be terrible with that. Oh, so. They'd be like, where's this going? I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, fuck, I look back and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I should have just told them straight off the bat. Yeah, but, I think um, I was, there was the fear or something maybe. I don't, I don't know what it was. Yeah, I, it's I, just like, see how long we can drag this out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Isn't a good way to do it. It's not a very healthy, sustainable way to have relationships with other people. Yeah. I know that for sure. it's a means to an end yeah so Uh, how like have you changed that now like do you feel like you're more yeah um, on point as soon as um, there's actually something I read in um, one of uh, I think a lot of Donald Trump's books was a lot of his decisions that he's made obviously he needs accurate information logically but a lot of his decisions it's with his gut listen to his gut If if you feel like you need to say something and that your gut's telling you to do it, do it. And now yeah. I'm more, if I feel Very something... Very intuitive. Yeah, being more intuitive. If I feel something that I need to speak, I speak it straight away. Do you not. feel like, because um, I'm similar, man. Like, I'm exactly the same. Like, I've had ex-partners where it's like, 
man, my gut's screaming, this isn't working. No. <laughs> Get rid of it. And yeah. I'm just like, no, nah, she's such a good chick. Yeah, she's like, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, sex is amazing. Like, this is awesome. Mm. And then it's like, and then it just blows up. Mm. Whereas now, like, I'm very, as soon as my gut says, like, I could talk to a girl for a week. Mm. As soon as my gut says, something, oh, man, I don't like this, done. Yeah. Cut it straight away. It's like I don't even let it fester anymore. Do you reckon psychedelics helped you with your intuition? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, think I actually so didn't massively. think of that. Yeah, I didn't think of that until you said that. Then, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because everything I feel like when you take psychedelics, everything comes up to the surface, which means all your thoughts from your gut. This could be completely wrong. It's how I see it, though. Well, the gut and brain's connected. Yeah, it is. It certainly is. <laughs> so I feel like what that that uh, meaning is, like things come up to the surface, all your thoughts that you've been thinking deep down comes up to the surface right and obviously that helps you become more intuitive with yourself and listen to your own thoughts something doesn't feel right it's like anything like like because when i really linked that from what trump was doing in business i'm like okay so that's actually the same thing in life in relationships anything like you do a business deal you got to make sure your gut feels right about that business deal right um relationships yeah anything really and that's a, that's a, actually a good uh, comparison. Like in business, you got to make sure contracts right. Yeah. Got to make sure you both have the same go- end goal. Yeah. You both have to make sure your gut feels right. Yeah. You both have to be on the same page. Same as a relationship. Yeah. And that would be exactly the same when it happens. When we end up doing something together, like that's exactly going to be. So, what do you want to do? What's the outcome of this? What's your job? So this is my job. Let's get on paper so we both are very trans and having that transparency. Yeah. And do we both feel right about this? Yeah. Do you feel comfortable with yeah. that? And, and if there's anything you're uncomfortable, let's bring this up now. Yeah. Don't sign the contract and then bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. Well, I think business relationships are exactly the same as relationships, something I've learned. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Communication. Yeah. Communication, dude. Like, it comes down to a lot of things, doesn't it? Mm. And like I said, make sure you're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm. Which we both learnt the hard <laughs> way in business. <laughs> yeah, uh, experience though is a real thing, you know what I mean? But I, I uh, people say like, more experience. I'm like, yes, experience is one thing by taking action, but I'm also looking to limit my amount of experience as well. Yeah, you, know you don't want to make the same mistake over and over. Yeah, and that's obviously education helps a lot with that. Yeah, learn as quick as possible. Mm, mm, mm. That's good, man. I like this conversation. It's, it's gone really, well. Yeah, it's gone really well. Um, is there anything else you want to bring up on, on relationships? What? What's the main... Like, when do you reckon yours changed and what do you think the main things you were implementing at the time helped you uh, with the change? Good question. Uh, things changed when I started educating myself about females. And how, how did you do that? Uh, books. Books, cool. Books, yeah. I, I wish I did courses, which I think I'm still will. I like the fact that you, I guess it's part of your business model. You need to understand how the female body works. So courses, I think, gives you the information straight like that, where books, mm. you have to seek the information. Yeah. And courses, like interactive, I think I find I learn a lot better. Yeah, I think so. I interactive, agree. Yeah. I agree, yeah. Like, books is, is, is one part. I think books are one part of the, the, the equation. Was there anything that happened though, like where you were just like, all right, fuck, I need to change? Yeah, as soon as I read that, Naomi, uh, there was, no, there was, I think, I can't remember the, who did this, like, the test, it was why women have sex. It was basically women's psychology. 
um, I was like, I can't remember, it was like over 200 different reasons why women have sex. It was like crazy. And it, they just, and it's through surveys. Yeah. Too. Like it was uh, done, I can't remember. I need to look, read that book again. But that sort of changed me. And I was like, ah, oh, so this is why they do the things that they do. And then I started reading uh, books by Naomi Wolf. Yeah. Um, again, understanding how the female body works and, and their psychology and stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, so I need to really be more proactive in the way I change my behavior around females and all that kind of stuff. But body language too was another thing. Like, I guess that's coming from sales, but if you're talking to the girl and, and, and or even a relationship, even relationships now, like if I'm talking to someone and their arms are crossed and if I ask them a question, they look the other way. It's just like, you gotta be aware of those things as well. Um, but yeah, I think education is a solution to many problems. I think. What do you What do you think was your uh, change in the way you treat your relationships now? Uh, pretty much experience. Yeah, experience. Um, yeah, I actually, yeah, that's another thing. Experience. Yeah. A lot of um, pretty much all my relationships ended pretty much the same. Really? Yeah, pretty much. How interesting. Yeah, so they pretty much um, all ended like similar. Um, so yeah, it was basically like for me, it was like, ah, oh, okay, maybe it's not always their fault. <laughs> if they're always, if they're always ending the same, and I'm uh, the only common denominator in them, mm-hmm. maybe it's something I'm doing. Um, yeah, same patterns. 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 Yeah. Took me a while to see it. Took me about true. six years, but I got there. You got there. Hey, at um, least you got up before you're thirty, right? Yeah. So yeah. I got there, and I was like, all right, oh, okay, this makes sense, and then. I was like, all right, cool. And then I knew what happened when I was here. As soon as I'd get out of a relationship, it's like, all right, back on Tinder. That yeah. old chestnut. And so I was like, all right, cool. That's not going to work. So I just got super busy at work. I'm like, no, nah, don't want anything to do. I just want to work on myself. Mm. So I started reading. Hadn't read a book in about 10 years, I reckon. Um, mm-hmm. Started off with uh, Jordan Peterson, 12 Rules for Life. Ah, great book to start off with. Yeah. And then went into like Eckhart Tolle's books. Yeah. His yeah. whole collection. Yeah. Um, and then straight into a... Travel man went overseas, moved overseas. Yeah, travel is a massive thing. Hey? And yeah, just that solo travel there was like I got so much reading done on the buses. Um, <sighs> I can read probably just in that three months, maybe like fifteen books. Yeah, mm. so like five books a month, and then um, yeah, and then just started educating myself, and then obviously you gave me that Naomi Wolf book. Yeah, um, that helped a lot as well. Yeah. But I think just yeah, the meditation, the breath work, education, bettering myself, and not relying on other people for my happiness. Yeah. Uh, one thing I just thought of too, maybe you had the same issue, was I started dating the same kind of women. Oh, always. All the time. Yep. Like for me was uh, the carer ones, the ones that would just look after you. Because I never had that when I was a child. I didn't really have that mother love. So didn't realize that at the time, of course. But I realized, I look back and I'm like, crap, a lot of the girls I date were like trying to be a mother to me. I was like, holy shit. And why did I keep attracting the same kind of women or girls as well? Like, oh, girl, I hear this all the time. Why do you, I keep attracting the same guy? Well, it's probably a sign that you need to look at your behavior. Um, again, that's why psychedelics are very good because it gets you, you have, essentially have a meeting with yourself. If the intention is right too, I think a lot of people suck that up. I think um, they don't have a right intention. Some people just take psychedelics just to get fucked up. Yeah. It's like not for an actual reason. Yeah. I've never took psychedelics to get fucked up. 
Yeah, mate. Like, I have in probably once. Yeah. In Amsterdam, the first time I had them. Yeah. Um, That's social group though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to yeah. hang out with people who love and have a good time, you're probably going to do the same yeah. thing, right? So, yeah. yeah, it's in Amsterdam, so... But, um, yeah, since then, pretty much, it's always been like... Mm. I'm going in with... I want to get something out of this. Yeah. Mm. Whether I'm going with it in a specific intention or whether I'm going in with just, let's see what the uh, psychedelic gives me today. It's always a uh, intention there. Mm. 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 Absolutely. Mm. Great conversations, man. Really cool. Mm. Um, is there anything else you want to bring up on that? I can't think of anything else that I wanted to bring up. I think it's... Uh, I think rapping, I guess... From my end, it's definitely the communication. Ask better questions and see how well you can know your partner with the, the as little as time as you have with them. Okay. Yeah, sure. I agree. And finding out is like shit as it is sometimes. Like finding out their past. Yeah. Like, and I know people are like, oh, it's in the past. Like, forget about it. But it's like, mm. if I want to spend the rest of my life with someone. I want to know their past, and I mm. want to know what makes them tick. I want to know why certain things happened. Yeah. So we can either work on it together mm. or call it a day. Mm. Yeah. And do it early, not fucking five years later. <laughs> yep. Seen that one. Yeah, 100%. Mm. All right. But um, I think another one we could lead into from there is being like stuck, being yeah. stuck in a relationship, being stuck in your job, being stuck somewhere in life. That's a... Fuck, man. Which we've been hearing a lot of. Oh, my God. It's exhausting. Mm. It's like, why don't you change your job? I can't. You can't. Mm. Why don't you leave your partner? Oh, I can't. I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure. Well, the fact that you brought it up probably sounds like you're sure of it. Yeah. <laughs> you have some idea. Yeah. I always remind myself the odds of being a human being is some some sort of trillion number to one. Uh, and the other fact is that I always remind myself that I'm in a Western world, which I hate in some, in a lot of ways, but I do like in a lot of ways, um, that I pretty much could do anything that I want in life. I've got to always remind myself that. Mm. When you talk to people all the time, <clears throat> sucks the energy out of you, but you just remember, like, well, my life's pretty good. Yeah, and I um, think um, with that as well, like, you've done a bit of travel, I've done a bit of travel, you see what's out there. Mm. I think a lot of people who don't travel, they've got no fucking idea how good they've got it. Yeah, that definitely, uh, travel definitely changed my perspective in gratitude. Yeah, for same. sure. And it's um, hence why I went quite so minimalist now. Because when I was in Asia, seeing these people had no money at all, yet the most happiest people I've seen ever. So I was like, huh, something's not right here. Mm. Yeah, something's not right here. And it's definitely that, um, I think when people feel like they're stuck, I feel like there's a level of self-entitlement coming out of that, whether it's through their parents, parents gave them everything, um, obviously through best intentions, of course, and, and all that, but yeah, it's just like, dude, like, especially now, bro, like the internet is just crazy. You couldn't do, we could even be doing this to, oh, we probably could, but we would have had a radio show. Mm. Well, I'm okay. We'll start with 3AW. Let's go. <laughs> but uh, 96.7 FM, Mason Lock Show. That's it. That's what it would have been 20 years ago. But now we can do it from the comfort from our own homes. You know what I mean? It's just this crazy. You can do anything now. How are people stuck? I don't know. 
I don't know. What do you what do you what do you think when you feel stuck? What is like? What do you do? Because I often feel stuck pretty much every day. <laughs> yeah, especially now. Oh yeah, especially now. Yeah, especially mm. with like this COVID bullshit. Um, yeah, <clears throat> being stuck over a flu, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. Mm. Um, but for me, like, if I feel stuck, I'm kind of like very impulsive. So if I'm like, mm. all right, I'm not really sure about this job, I'll just quit. Like literally on the day and just, it's like, all right, cool, that's done. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. It's like, I don't Again, listen to your gut. Yeah. And it's mm. like, I'll sit, cause I can sit there and think about something for three years mm. and I'm an ass. So it's just like, I just need to pull the bandaid off, get it done. Yeah. Um, so like, even when you're like, bro, you should come to Phillip Island. How mm. long was it? Like maybe a couple of days. Yeah. A couple of days. And I message, I'm like, I'm here, bro. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Yeah. It's like. As soon as I make a decision, it's like it's done. Um, and if I something now, if something makes me feel uncomfortable, I'm like, oh, I need to do it. Mm. Obviously, mm. to an extent. Yeah. Um, if I'm like, I could get some growth out of this, or this could be a good opportunity for something. Mm. But yeah, I used to always feel stuck. But I think that from that, it's always like what you see with your like family, your friends, your um, you know, family friends and stuff like that. It's like they all work the nine to five. Yeah. They've all got kids, they've all got a house, um, they've all got this stuff. And it's like, then you see, you know, your cousins have kids, mm. they buy a house, and you're like, fuck, is that what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm. Um, whereas now it's like, I was very lucky though with my parents. Like, they've always said to me, don't get in a relationship early, don't um, don't get buy a house early, don't fucking do this, don't do th- just travel. <laughs> like, that's what they've pushed mm. into me. It's like, enjoy yourself, travel, you can do all that shit later if you want. Yeah. Um, so I got lucky with that. Mm. Um, so I can't really, like, I have never really felt, I've felt, I've never felt stuck from the outside world. I felt stuck internally. I was going to, I'm about to bring up this, uh, conversation I had with, um, uh, a girl the other day was, uh, uh, I don't know if it's actually having everything that you want in life. I think it almost might be a spiritual thing. I agree. Yeah. I think it, and she said that and I was like, oh, fuck. Holy shit. I didn't actually didn't think of that because I always kind of feel stuck, always. Kind of in mm. every day, I'm like, even here, like, uh, I don't feel like I need to be in this country right now. Like, I'm not serving yeah, my I purpose. really want to get out. Yeah, and I definitely feel it's a, some sort of spiritual thing. Uh, definitely that feeling when you're by yourself and traveling the world is there's, there's some... It's just so free, bro. Yeah, there's some sort of spiritual meaning behind that. Um, yeah. Super interesting uh, how people feel stuck now. Yeah, the you have. Uh, I, I think I, t- I told everyone this. It's like uh, when I bought a Kindle, just because we're starting to travel around, so I can't carry as much books. And I didn't realize at the time because we get they're, they're great because you don't have to carry books, right? And you have as many books as you want. Blah blah blah. You can surf them. It's great. I never thought of that. And then um, I can't remember someone was talking. So oh yeah, I read this book. You should definitely get it. And as I'm talking, I'm like yeah, cool. Boom! I bought the book and I read it half that book that night and I was like holy shit the fact that at a click of the fingers I can receive information just literally any information you want any information like that's crazy like that 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 concept of that where even 50 years ago trying to find a specific like imagine trying to learn about the female body 50 years ago fuck Jesus would have been difficult like, you would have had to do books on books on books. And even then, that information probably wasn't even that, that accurate, to be honest, quite frankly. It would have been crap. It would have been really outdated. 
especially 50 years ago when the females still, were getting still, held down. Yeah, it was still, yeah, exactly, yeah. It, it wasn't that long ago where we, um, our society deemed that males were better than females. Like, that, what the hell is that? Mm. It wasn't that long ago. I think it's still, it's still kind of it's starting to change, which is great. And really, I think the pop, uh, politicians, um, female politicians, are going to be a really good influence for other female leaders to start taking initiative. But man, like, dude, the, the way we can get information at courses, you find the specific, you find your pain point, which is you want to learn something, you type in something, something course, and boom, there's a freaking course for it. I think, as I said before, I think it's like a, a lot of people are feeling internally stuck. Like, mm. for example, I've had conversations over this last six months when we've been in isolation or whatever it is, mm. um, lockdown, whatever you want to call it, and people are like, they're not working. They're getting money from the government, and I'll just say, "Cool, like, what hobby are you doing?" Mm. And they'll be like, "Oh, well, I don't have a hobby." It's like, <laughs> it's like, man, like you've got all this information at your fingertips. Learn a language, learn mm. an instrument. Like you can learn a language for free, bro. Download that Duolingo; mm. it's free. Yeah, it's great. Like you can watch YouTube videos on learning an instrument. You can mm. learn how to cook, bake, mm. how to train, how to structure nutrition. Like mm. you can do learn anything for free, mm. and it's like. They're, they just feel stuck. They're not stuck. Yeah. That feeling of being, oh, I can't do this. Or, or They don't even think about it, I think, a lot. Yeah, it's so subconscious now. They're just, you know, and that's the problem with phones. Mm. It pulls you away the thoughts that you need to be thinking. You know what I mean? It's like... Uh, I would throw this thing in the bin, bro. Oh, dude. I've thought about that many times. I'm like, it was like the other day. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do it online. Like, because the reason why, because I have to be in technology all the time. Like, okay, well, then what's the goal? Okay, the goal here is to be nimble so I can travel around the world. I'm like, fuck, okay, I'm going to have to have that. Um, but if it was up to me, I definitely wouldn't have a phone. Like like I said to you, we've spoken about before, from the first, when I broke up with my last girlfriend to when I went to Europe was about seven months mm. and I did not have Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, nothing for that whole seven months. I didn't even have a TV, man. No, um, no all I did was read, bro, work, and that was it. Mm. I still had a phone, obviously. I had to text message clients course, and shit, yeah. but I had no social media, mm. nothing like that. And man, I was like, fuck, I feel good. Mm. Feel free. Feel free, yeah. Mm. And the only reason I got it back when I went overseas is because obviously all the people you meet, they're like, oh, add me on Facebook, yeah, you want to get in like, contact. Fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. And then well, that's cool but again like imagine again that was imagine, cool that is cool because you met again like it's still the fact I thought about again this is the other thought I had the other day was like um, you know when you went travelling 20 years ago um, apart from email there was no other form of communication and phone know? call and yeah or phone calls like even that was but weird. then someone moves house yeah they're but, gone yeah, yeah yeah exactly so the fact that we can communicate with people all around the world now and keep constant contests, like again, 20 years ago, that's fucking crazy. It's just like, I don't, there's abundance of opportunity right now and it's determining on where you spend your time. I think people spend too much time on their phone, which... Which is fine if you're using it for a proper... Correct. Like for, like, you know, if you're doing something or mm. using it for business or yeah. studying or whatever, yeah. you can use it well. But mm. if you're just there, which I fall into the trap of it, like, I'm like, cool, I'm going to go reply to my client messages on Insta, reply, and then half an hour later, I'm still scrolling bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. what? 
And I don't think people understand that that's what these things are designed for. They're designed to, they've been tested millions and millions and millions of times to grab your attention. That's why they got all these algorithms. Yeah. Fucking good on them, smart. Mm. Now it's learning to, and unfortunately that's the world we live in now. Like that's, I think it's always been like that to be honest. Like before phones, it was probably the TV, newspapers. Uh, but now we have phones. So everything, the amount of information we have at our fingertips, bro, it's overwhelming. It is, it is because again, we weren't naturally meant to have so much information at our fingertips, ever. And you wonder why people feel so anxious all the time now. You wait till this this. Um, I don't want to get into it too much, but the, you know when you switch this five G on stuff, which I don't know how long this will take. It's an, obviously not an overnight process to set better network communications in a country, especially here. But when you can, when that thing switched on, and now you can receive information even faster. But I think going back into relationships too, man, it's that instant gratification. Mm. Like people are so used to it now. Like even yeah. me, man, I was like searching something the other day, and I swear, maybe it took two or three seconds for Google to load. I was like, fuck, come on. Yeah. Because it's usually instant. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I'm stuck. I'm looking at this in five minutes, but it was only probably two or three seconds. Mm. So it's like that instant gratification where it's like, I want everything now. Mm. and it's like that's why I think a lot of relationships are struggling because it's like mm. now they're just you look at like you know the older people a lot of their relationships are still going strong yeah correct but then the younger people it's like fuck they struggle because they're so used to that instant hit instant hit instant food instant phone instant this instant that it's like fuck it's a weird world we're living in at the moment mm. and I want nothing to a part of it <laughs> yeah I agree man so I like to be in the know as much out of the know as I yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you have a choice then. Yeah. So mm. trying to unplug from that uh, matrix. Yeah, yeah, extremely important. Just sometimes we still get pulled in. Yeah, we do. So, yeah, interesting. Being stuck is a very powerful statement and a very powerful word you could use. Um, I always laugh too with that being stuck. Like, the amount of shit we got on, like, the amount of opportunity we have, like anybody can start an online business, yeah. no matter what it is. And it's like, especially over this lockdown where it's like, mm. you're like oh, I'm so bored. It's like, okay, what are you studying? Nah, Nothing. I don't have, I'm too busy. Yeah, I don't, I don't have time to study. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought you were bored. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you're not working, you're getting paid to stay at home from the government. This is the perfect time to fucking upskill. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And the thing that I think I said to you the other day that was annoying me where it's like um, you see on Instagram where it's like it's okay if you didn't do anything over the six months. Like it's a trying time. It's like what? get the fuck out of here. You're telling people it's okay to be a bum. Yeah. And yeah. not fucking. That's the fucking Bosey speaker. Oh, really? Talks, yeah. to us. Talks to you. Yeah, bro. How do you think I've been down here so long? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, bro, moving into this last point we're going to chat about. So mm. what do you find? Because it's probably more your topic of interest. Like, why do you think it's so hard for people to upskill and stay healthy and improve their life and their body and their health? I can probably do that in a very small dot point is uh, the one thing in life you don't want to fuck up is your health. Like, forget about everything else in life. If you screw up your health, you screw up everything. It's like... Um, the analogy of life is like a juggling, right? A juggling actually, you got 
all these rubber balls, right? So if you drop the social life, it's gonna bounce back up. You know, if you have to isolate yourself for a bit and sort out your shit, don't worry. You can always get social life. Uh, what else? What what other things that we use? Friends, same thing. You can always make new friends, all right? Again, cut all your friends, you can make new friends. But your health is the glass ball, and if you drop that glass ball, it's gonna break. And it doesn't bounce back up. And you could be as busy as you want. That's great, that's cool. I'm glad you're busy making 80,000 a year, okay? <laughs> but the point is, is your health is shit. So where's this leading you to? Like, and I don't think people understand that. Yeah, it's super weird. I just, I just don't understand how you can live your life not prioritizing your health as number one. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's like driving, I think I've already said this conversation, but it's like driving the car and not ever servicing it. Like, nah, I don't need to, it'd be fine. Be fine. Oh, it's making a noise. Uh, nah, I'd be right, I'll, I'll leave it later. I'll make it home. <laughs> yeah, I'll make it home. It's like everyone's first reaction when you hear a weird noise in your car, what do you do? You go to a mechanic. If you've got a weird pain in your shoulder, what do you do? Well, you should be fixing that, not just leaving it later. Leaving later usually ends up being leaving it later 20 years down the track, and now you have to get a shoulder reconstruction because you can do all that acute injury at that time. I think using that same analogy with the mechanic, like if you take a mechanic, if your car's... If the fan belt's fucked, right, mm. and it's ripped, what do they do? Replace mm. a new one. Put a new fan belt in, yeah. right? But then you... Like, this is like obviously a topic that I like talking about, but you go to a doctor, mm. they give you a pill, and mm. basically what they're doing is just putting a fucking silencer over the ripped fan belt. Mm. Mm. Like, oh, no, it's all fixed. It's, it's still ripped. It's yeah, still just tighten the bolts up. Yeah, it's still going to break, yeah, it's... but now you can't hear it. So yeah. it's all good. And that's what the doctors do. Mm. And it's like, that's why you don't go to see a doctor when you've got a sore fucking shoulder. Yeah. You don't see a fucking physio or an osteo. Mm. If you want to get healthy, you don't go see a doctor. Mm. You're going to see a fucking health coach. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's... Like you walk in, and this is something that I noticed, man, which I only probably picked up, right? So I was seeing like a spiritual healer. I was seeing a Chinese medicine lady. I was also seeing a naturopath. You go in there, bro. They are fucking glowing. Mm. How are you? How's your day? Happy as fuck. Super mm. happy to see you. Absolutely fucking glowing and just positive. Mm. You walk into a doctor. Next. Some yes. big fat fuck who yes. clearly doesn't know anything about health. Mm. And you're just like, that tells me everything I need to know. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it, it makes uh, something I've been struggling with at the moment in the, in the fitness industry. It's just literally uh, rinse and repeat. Re-speaking what I've been saying last 10, 12, 13 years. Same shit. Put your health first. This is, you need to do at least one to two hours in the morning for yourself. For mental health reasons, you need to move the body frequently throughout the day. You can't just, you can't train once a day and then sit on your ass for 12 hours a day. It doesn't, doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, you, you can't undo the amount of work that you've done by sitting down. Um, and it's because of our culture now. And as technology adapts and evolves and be, it, it puts more implementation on our work culture, it's going to be more and more automation therefore uh people sitting on bums doing more but you know a hundred years ago around the agriculture revolution that's you know we're farming we're getting hands dirty a lot of laborers sort of jobs and now where's the laborers sort of jobs oh if you're a tradie that's it but even then they've got so many freaking tools that it does the tools for itself 
And that's what um, Trump's been trying to do, man, like with all the manufacturing, bring it back to America, mm. which he's done a good job of. Mm. Mm. Um, it's like, man, because you need that. You need like, that. America's got all this unemployment. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, we'll still give jobs to China. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense, right? And you want people to be moving, working. Yeah. Like, yeah. as dumb as it sounds, man, like, so a lot of people need jobs, man. You need to make money. Yeah. Whether you're working for yourself or for someone. Mm. Obviously, working for yourself, I enjoy more. Yeah, it's so much better. <laughs> but, yeah, like, but you imagine like, even 50 years from now, like, how much automation is going to be in place. Do you know how unhealthy everyone's going to be? Oh, yeah. Dry, cars drive themselves now. That's the thing I don't think about. Like, guys, they are real things. People, cars drive themselves now. And... If you want to see the future, you, you look at Beijing, you look at China, because that's literally they're going to be the future and because we're so influenced through here by trade and, and economics. Um, you're gonna, and I think it's going to be within the next five years, you're going to have automation, truck drivers. They drive themselves. Okay, gone. So all the truck drivers are gone. Uh, taxis, Ubers, they all drive themselves. Gone. Food delivery, gone. All drive themselves. So we're increasing population, decreasing the amount of work we have available. Correct. Uh, we'll cut all gas fuel emissions, which will happen within the next 10 to 20 years. Um, so obviously, massive inf uh, transfer of wealth will be... Yeah, that, uh, that gap, bro, between the 1%ers and the rest is going to grow. Yeah. It's getting, the middle class is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller every day. It's going to be one of two things, rich or poor. Yeah. You're not in between. And uh, yeah, it's one of those things. And again, um, obviously sort of going a bit off topic, but it's the point is, it's like, again, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything left. So why do you think, uh, like, obviously we've spoken about all this, like automation sitting down and like, but the information's there. So why aren't people healthy? Social group. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think it's... Uh, yeah, you, know, you if you hang out with bums, you're gonna be a bum. Like simple. If yeah. you hang out with people who don't prioritize the health, you won't be prioritizing health. And even if you there's think actually you a want... study, bro, that I did on that course, the mental health course I did, and he was saying like if you have a this was a like a meta analysis. There was a lot of lot of people mm. take this with a grain of salt because like it could be just mm. just by chance. But they were saying like if you hang around with somebody who's fat, your mm. chance of being fat is X percent. And then yeah. if one of their friends is fat that mm. you've never met, mm. you've still got an increased chance of mm. being fat. Mm. It's like those social groups are very important. And they did the same study with smoking. Mm. Same thing. It's like if you hang around people who smoke. Yeah, exactly. Smoke. Yeah, exactly. So it's something that's definitely something that I try I identify when working with clients. First, number one is who's your main five people that you hang with? Because like, I'm sure you've heard this before. Oh yeah, my, my friends end up going out and they bought homes and food and end up eating out. Okay, so that sounds like you have a, one, lack of discipline, but two, most importantly, it sounds like you're hanging out with the wrong people. Huh, okay, so if we fix the social group, we can actually finally focus on you now. Um... But again, the same thing, if you hang out with people, don't prioritize their health, you can still do it, but it's extremely difficult. Very. Like imagine you trying to be financially successful, but you're hanging out with broke bums all the time mm. and they're not motivated. Like they'll just, they'll pull you down, bro. 
They do, man. Mm. Especially if all four of them or all five of your friends group or mm. your close friends are that. It's mm. like you subconsciously you want to fit in. Yeah. So you want to do the same thing. Mm. Mm. That's why now it's like I surround myself with people I want to be around or I want to be like or yeah. I want to learn from. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is as many people. But that's the thing. It's yeah. very Quality small, over quantity. selective people. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, I think being healthy is not that difficult. Oh, dude, it's, it's seriously one of the most easiest things to do. Yeah, really like, I, I don't understand how it's difficult. Eat well, uh, move regularly, focus on your mental health, such as breath work, meditation, journaling, all creative the shit writing. you can get for free on the internet. Everything's for free on the internet. You have all the tools yet, and yet you don't want to do anything better. Like I said, you want if you have goals in life, cool. You're halfway there, cool. Then let's prioritize your health first because, again, if you can prioritize your health first, then you can prove to yourself, not to anyone, and prove to yourself that you can actually achieve something and, and having that health there because, as you, uh, this is something interesting. How much time we've got left? A little bit. Um, through the market research that I've, I've been doing, um, so personal trainers, there was about over 50 personal trainers, there's been about 20 clients. All of them had one thing in common, was their relationship with food. And I'm like, hang on. You guys train clients to eat healthy, but you still, you're saying that you still have a bad relationship with food. I, I don't understand that. So I think it's through marketing is the issue here. Other uh, big companies are trying to make money, respect, so they use influencing marketing. To try new diets, fad diets, like fuck diets, dude. Like diets are just uh, yeah, fucking shake diets and shake, shit. Oh man. my god, like yeah, it's a it's a lifestyle with good health, not a not a twelve week challenge or a diet. That's it, man. It's always lifestyle. Mm, mm. Lifestyle over uh, short term results. I think challenges can be good as a kickstart. Yeah, but for sure. If people are just I like, I've had some clients come to me, man, and they've what have you done over the last five years? Like eighteen challenges. <laughs> And you're in the same position. It's mm. like, well, the challenge clearly didn't work. Mm. Mm. Or they lose weight and they put it back on. Yeah, usually they put more back on. Because mm. now they've down-regulated leptin, ghrelin, insulin. Everything's mm. fucked. Mm. Weight's going to stay on. Mm-hmm. Heaps good guy. So, yeah, man, I think it's pretty simple to be healthy. Just, um, like I said, the basics, man. Move, exercise, mm. limit your drinking, don't smoke. Yeah. yeah. Get good sleep, focus on your mental health. Yeah. And but you can't do that unless you put your health first. Yeah. You put work first, guess what? You're not going to get healthy. Mm. You put family first, guess what? Yeah. Screw your family. If you're not healthy, you can't look after your family. Yeah. That's Partners, what, everything. I put like training. Training goes in my diary at the start of the week. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who asks to do a meeting at that time. It doesn't happen. Mm, mm. Training is at this time. Once it's booked in, I do not care who calls me. I do not care what happens. It's like, Unless someone's fucking injured or some shit, obviously. Mm. But if somebody like, I want to do this or that, or it's like, no, nah, I'm training. Mm. That comes first. Mm. Health. If oh. I need to cook meals, prep my food, that comes first. Mm. If it's not prepped, I'm going to go off the rails, I'm going to buy some fucking takeaway or something. Buy it's some quick. Buy food. Buy some Thai food and then feel shit for three days. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. What a great idea that was. But. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's it, bro. I think we can wrap it up. Yeah. On the dot. Done, bro. It's a good conversation, man. I Great appreciate conversations. it. Thanks Done, for bro. having me on, bro. Thanks, brother. It's awesome. All right, guys. Talk to you soon.
thank you all for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode. We hope you got a lot out of it. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to contact either of us. You can contact myself on Instagram at solo underscore soul searcher or Lockie at lock is awake, both on Instagram. Have a great day, guys, and we look forward to hearing from you soon.